Once you start replacing your negative thoughts with positive ones, you'll start to see positive results. Hey guys, it's your girl Hannah, your host for your favorite weekly podcast, Refreshingly Idiotic. Today's episode is all about PTSD, and it's almost like a continuation of the anxiety episode. Roll the intro music. question for this week's episode is do you have any interesting nicknames i do named by seniors when i was in grade nine so it's kind of weird but like it's okay go go with it picture this you're in your first year of high school and you've accidentally landed yourself on a senior media arts class trip which i was in the yearbook team that's kind of why it happened but it was an accident i wasn't supposed to be going on the trip but it just happened Anyways, so leading up, I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. I get to miss a day from school. I get to take my own camera and I get to do what I want and it'll be less structured. It'll be super cool. So what really happened was that once we got off the bus, I got paired with another two students, a boy and a girl, because I was too young and I had to be babysat because we were kind of just wandering the streets of Toronto for this trip. And yeah, I still had to keep the camera and I took decent pictures, but it was what the other two students wanted and we had to go where they wanted to go and then we had to eat what they wanted to eat and it was just kind of uncomfortable for me at some point. And so I know I definitely connected more with the guy in the between the pair. So me and him are walking, we're getting along, we're like pretty good friends. Well, not really, but like as for meeting strangers goes, I think that we ended up becoming pretty good friends. And so I kind of go off on my own for a while, off into like a small garden area where there was some really nice flowers. And so I was taking pictures and there was this really nice fuchsia colored flower and I took a picture of that one. It actually turned out really good. I should still have the picture. And then I even got bored and I took a picture of myself taking a picture of well i wasn't in the picture but like it was my phone taking a picture of the camera and through the lens you could see the flower it was a really nice composed picture anyways the girl tell asks him she's like do you have a nickname for him because apparently that was his thing he just used to like give everybody nicknames so he glances over at me and he's like nusha and so i walk over and i'm like i don't want a nickname so and especially that that just kind of sounds weird to me so I ask him why, and he's like, okay, so you're new, which kind of came from the idea that he forgot that I was in grade nine, and just because a lot of people, I've mentioned this before, they don't look at me and they're like, oh, you're in grade nine, they usually think I'm a little bit older than I actually am, and so yeah, he he's like, oh, so you're new, and then fuchsia, instead of fuchsia, it was like new, newsha, so like, new and then shut they just he just kind of put it together and then after that basically the only other thing that i can remember from that day is doing camera wars with him just so that by the end of the day if i had a better picture than he did and other people could vote on it if i won then i could retract that nickname and i can do it and lo and behold i did he was the one who was experienced with the camera but i took this picture of him while we were in what was it a tourist store maybe so it had a little camera thing he was holding up this little camera thing in front of his eyes so it looked like he was taking a picture of me but it was a fake camera so i was taking the picture and 
self-absorbed as he may have been, I, I won because he really liked that picture. And so, yeah, it was, my nickname was Nusha, and for better or for worse, nobody knows me now like that. And, yeah, so if you have any interesting nicknames and their origin stories, please let me know. And now I guess we should start talking about PTSD. I'll start off with the definition of PTSD, signs and symptoms, risks and causes, and then a couple more targeting specific groups of people. I'll talk about a couple media examples, which I haven't really been doing much of, but I think this would be a, a lot of an easier way to connect and reach you guys, because who doesn't watch TV shows or some form of media? And then I'll end off with some treatments and things that you can do to cope and that'll be about it for today's episode not me being a very bad host and throwing around the term ptsd without actually explaining what it means it is post-traumatic stress disorder and for lack of better words ptsd is our flight or flight response to a traumatic event whether it be traumatic to just you or to a group of people it can show up within a couple hours it can show up in within a couple days or weeks or even a couple of years it can last for a minimum of maybe like a couple of months or it can just be something you're stuck living with forever and it could be chronic as for risks and causes there's definitely always going to be people that are more prone to get this disorder if they have been through certain things and then they see another traumatic event, such as war veterans who we always hear about. And we often assume that these are the only people that can have PTSD, but that is a big misconception. I think I'll just trump that out right now. And then besides that, other children who have suffered through abuse or neglect. And then people, just general adults who have been through abuse, assault, or any major accidents such as a fire or another natural disaster such as a hurricane. Did you know 8 out of 100 people experience PTSD? And almost everybody experiences at least one traumatic event throughout their whole entire lifetime, whether or not they get PTSD. Besides the people that I just mentioned, those groups of people, I would say genes have a huge thing to play into this no not the genes you wear the genes that are in your body sorry i had to do that so if you or a blood related relative have a history of mental illness or maybe even alcohol abuse whether you've been through trauma in your past which is something that's still being discovered but they say that if somebody like your great great grandparent had ptsd or some other type of mental illness or a very traumatic event. Another group of people that are more prone to it are isolated people so they don't have much social support afterwards, whether it be family, friends, or just people that have been through this exact same thing. And lastly, women are more likely to get PTSD. I'll explain why later on. It can come down to you and you can feel it even though you haven't lived through it. And then if you're going through a traumatic event, that can kind of wake up that part of your body. On the flip side, to decrease risk for PTSD, you want to find that support group, whether it be from your family, friends, or people in similar situations, like I just mentioned. You want to have a positive coping strategy, whether that be thinking of something that makes you really happy when you're getting into that situation where you're getting scared and you're feeling the symptoms of PTSD. 
So, for example, meditation, yoga, exercising, going out for fresh air even. And lastly, you want to talk about it, which was kind of ties in with finding your support group. You want to, maybe you want to try therapy. Therapy is always really great, even if you don't actually need it. It's always good to let it out. And you want to face your fears, whether whether you want to do it slowly or just build up right away. You have to get past your fears so that you'll feel a little bit better and it'll lessen the symptoms of PTSD. As for signs and symptoms, a little bit more generally, I wanted to mention a couple. So maybe you're feeling frightened or jumpy even if nothing is happening. You're avoiding one or two certain things that will link back to that traumatic event. You have mood changes, so you're maybe you're forgetting things, you have a loss of interest, you're feeling guilty, constantly blaming yourself, you have anger outbursts, or you're feeling a little bit more edgy than normal. Maybe you're re-experiencing flashbacks and nightmares of that traumatic event. And lastly, you might just have trouble sleeping and panic attacks. For the different ages, it gets slightly different. So for children, it's not speaking, wetting the bed, being clingy, and maybe tense and scared often. For adults and teens, it's pretty much the same thing. So a little bit more hormonal. So you're very jumpy. You're disrespecting, you're talking back, you're being very reserved, you feel guilty, and you blame yourself for the things that have happened. And possibly if this event happened to somebody else and you're just feeling it through them, which is also something that can happen, maybe you just want revenge. The differences between men and women, women are more likely to be agitated, depressed, and sensitive to those certain topics. The symptoms usually last a lot longer because it takes them longer for them to get diagnosed. And as I mentioned earlier, I would plug this in now. It can take women up to four years to get diagnosed for PTSD if they have it just because they feel like they can suppress it, they can cope with it, and they don't actually know that they have PTSD. As for men, it really just affects your mood. So you're, you're avoiding things. You have flashbacks, whether they be nightmares or just like day flashes throughout the day. Your, your symptoms usually start within the first month, but they can vary. Like it doesn't have to be right away. It could still be six years later. It doesn't really matter. But it starts usually within that six months to one year period. And men usually only take one year tops to ask what's happening when they start seeing those symptoms. The next thing I wanted to talk about for this segment was delayed PTSD. It's nothing too major. It's everything that I've been mentioning before. The only difference is when the symptoms start showing up. So for PTSD to be diagnosed right away, the symptoms really have to be shown shown from either the date of the traumatic event all the way up till the six month point for you to be diagnosed and then for delayed PTSD it's the exact opposite so you get diagnosed if your symptoms start six months after a lot of people can think of this disorder as fake they'll be like oh no you were totally fine in those first six months but it doesn't even have to be six months it can be six months it can be two years it could even go up to as long as 12 years before you start feeling any symptoms Often this disorder, this type of the disorder is seen in children, for example, abused children. They may have suppressed these feelings and they might have gotten over it really quickly because they didn't understand what was going on. 
but then later on maybe they were put under a bunch of stress and all of a sudden they're bringing up all of these memories of abuse and trauma that they had suppressed just because of the stress that they're feeling currently even if it's nowhere near us as severe as that traumatic event i think this part of the episode is probably going to be one of my new favorites and hopefully you guys will like it too it's the media connection segment which i've kind of been sprinkling here and there but i think i want to make it its own segment because i think that would be pretty cool let me know what you guys think anyways so the first media example is jessica jones from the tv show jessica jones it's a marvel tv show on netflix if you guys do want to check it out if you haven't seen it already so basically what happened was that her family was in a really terrible car accident and so that traumatized her and then later on throughout the first season she's mind controlled by the main villain and he controls her mind into making her do things that she doesn't want to do for example have sex with him and essentially this does become rape so it becomes an even bigger case she later on she's traumatized by the fact that that actually happened to her and she suffers from it every day next up is the tv show genie and georgia again i know this one has been a fan favorite for everybody who's seen it i think it's been out for about three months and in those three months it stayed on the top 10 which is so cool unfortunately they haven't been renewed for a second season yet i'm hoping they will anyways again spoiler alert if you haven't actually watched it yet so the first character is georgia that i wanted to mention she if you have watched the first season you'll see that she has flashbacks from her past where she's abused by her stepfather and so now on top of all of those flashbacks She's more reliant on being with somebody, which is something I noticed that her daughter Ginny mentioned, that every time they move somewhere, she's already dating a new guy. So I think that's her clinging to somebody new to have somebody to rely on and keep her safe. And then second of all, she keeps a gun in her purse in her room. So she's always had fight or flight sense because they also constantly move around a lot. The second character that I wanted to really mention, again, not diagnosed, or I couldn't find a specific report saying that he did have PTSD, but it was Austin. So Austin was, I believe, seven-year-old son, maybe even younger than that. And he, again, it was mentioned before that sometimes when he gets mad with his mom, he'll just completely stop talking, not only with her, but with everybody. Georgia had just announced that she was getting married to the the town's mayor and he stops talking all of a sudden he's just done and I think that one was a huge sign for me when I was thinking about PTSD within children because that's one of the things they'll do they'll just completely stop talking they'll be super reserved and he was very mad so we knew that it was a traumatizing thing for him because she had been with multiple other men and they had all tried to become a father figure but none of them had really achieved that those were only two examples in the media that i've personally seen that i wanted to add into these episodes but definitely if i were to mention every other case of ptsd i saw within tv shows only i would have probably taken up the full 15-ish minutes of this episode 
So yeah, if you ever do want to look up, let me know. Maybe you can find your own example and send them to me and I can learn more about them. And also, if you do have any more TV show recommendations, let me know because I'm always interested in watching something new. Off topic. Anyways, I want to get back into some treatments before I wrap up today's episode. As for treatments, there is cognitive behavioral therapy, which is also known as talk therapy. And then there's also exposure therapy for the group of therapies along with medication again as usual i will not be going into medications because i find it to be very controversial and i'm not a huge fan of medication if you are interested in taking medications and if you have been diagnosed with ptsd please talk to your healthcare professional about it i'm not gonna set out to give anybody advice and not therapy related solutions there is setting routines and reachable goals exercising and knowing when to ask for help even if it's just from your parents or your friends you don't have to talk to a professional if you want you can just talk to somebody just know that you always have somebody there and if you don't feel like you have anybody there email me i will i will gladly talk to you that just about wraps up today's episode we talked about what ptsd is how people can be more prone to it and on the flip side how people can minimize its effects and then signs and symptoms and how it affects different types of people some media examples and treatments as always research is going to be linked down below in the description and don't forget to leave me a voice message letting me know the highlight and low light of your week and as always the question if you have any interesting nicknames and along with any origin story for it don't forget to subscribe share and rate five stars only pretty pleased with the cherry on top bye guys